Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome back to Torn, Finding a Mom-Life Balance. On this episode, we're going to take time and we're going to dish out a note of gratitude. So memes, how you been in this awesome cold season? <laughs> We've got well, hit it with the cold. It is finally autumn in New York. Um, and winter everywhere been, else. <laughs> it's only been four days, <laughs> four or five days of autumn. Um, but doing well. Going into my Thanksgiving break, which whoever inspired the idea for my school to have the week off, genius, kudos to them. I thank them. I thank their ancestors. (laughs) And we just saw Wakanda forever to kick off the weekend. (laughs) And very, very moving, powerful I saw a post from an artist I follow that really resonated about how many levels of like woman power, ancestral power. It just touched on a lot of things, relationships, grieving, um, but in a very uplifting way. And I don't always go to see those action movies for that, but I, I really appreciated starting off the weekend with that message. And Sophie sat through that? Oh yeah, she was into the whole thing. She surprises me. I know. I st- I still haven't figured out her genre of movies or her tastes in shows. But also our timing. We saw it from eleven to one ish. You know, like it went from eleven to two. So it was like good middle of the daytime for her. Yeah. No, it's just inter- It's just interesting that she would be even interested in sitting down. Oh, if you ask movie. her. Black Panther's her favorite. You know her. <laughs> I don't believe her. Because <laughs> I like cats. Because I like cats. Black Panther's my favorite. Oh my god. <laughs> that is too funny. That cracks me up. But... but if you listen to the radio with her, every other song is her favorite. That's why I just laugh. And I'm like, but I, yeah, but I don't do Pinocchio. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> oh, you. But yeah, here in Charlotte, it's been cold. I don't know, this 20 degree weather in the morning, 32. I'm like, this is supposed to be my running season where I semi convince myself I will get the summer body that I desire, but in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> and it got too cold too fast. So that's not happening. Oh, man. But as we're getting ready for Thanksgiving and with the mindset of trying to be, you know, appreciate what we have, um, appreciate the things around us more frequently. I mean, what are some gratitude items you have? So when this um, this idea kind of uh, surfaced, I realized that, you know, in 
torn tradition. It was lots of tribes that came up for me. Um, you know, there's some individual shout outs in here, but I'll I'll start off with our Richardson Jordan tribe, our family first. Um, for the laughs, for the bonding. Um, Justin just got six feet of snow in Buffalo and we have been almost feeling like we're hunkering down with him, like all the check-ins, making sure he got all the essentials before. Um, but just that connection. Um, last weekend, we had a lot of quality time with Isabella with us. And so just our family crew, I'm definitely very grateful for what they teach me, what we what we build together. Um, I'm very grateful for them. That's awesome. Yeah, family, definitely grateful for family. They stretch you in so many different ways. I feel like um, in the family realm, my marriage is meeting a new, a new wave. I don't know what to call this wave, but it just feels like we're trying to survive our children. <laughs> together. Out, yes, outlive them. Um, because they're just in this emotional roller coaster. We have you know, a child that just turned 21 and we're all trying to understand what the heck that even means. Like, what does that mean? Um, what do I stop helping you with? I'm not sure. Um, and so it's like, you're an adult, but not an adult. You have an adult, but you really don't have an adult. Um, so that's emotionally unstable. And then you have the 10 year old who's already experiencing the hormones. And so literally the other day we're sitting on the couch, me and Steve trying to have a conversation. We thought we were being cool parents guys. And we let him stay up and be a part of this conversation. But I guess the conversation, I don't even remember what me and Steve were talking about. Wasn't interesting enough. Cause he like tried to cut me off and change the entire conversation. Our 10 year old. And we're like, Hey man, can you not interrupt? And then he just got up and said, whatever and put himself to bed. So I'm not really sure. <laughs> what do you do with that? So of course, me and my husband just looked at each other and we're like, okay, we won, I guess, because he put himself to bed. <laughs> I didn't have to sit in someone's room and scratch their arm until they fell asleep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but it's like, what do you do with that? So thankful for our family in this new season that we're in because i feel like we just never experienced all these ways of emotions together and so it's been interesting to see how we respond how we're growing in our patience man um it's not a prayer that you typically want to ask like lord give me more patience because of course that means like hard times but we're definitely growing there and i'm thankful that we're not as reactive to their uneasiness to the kids like crazy emotional unstableness we kind of just know how to outweigh them at this point so we're very grateful for that the other thing i was i had on my list meme kind of hand in hand with family is um i've been in this season of looking at the different gifts that the Holy Spirit gives and just thanking God for his gifts that he's given us, like the ability to love. 
um, the ability to experience joy. And, you know, I've been reading Helen Keller with Zeke, uh, my second reader. <laughs> and there's that part in the biography where it talked about that Helen hadn't laughed in many years because she just didn't know what that was mm -hmm. um, because of being blind and deaf. And so her teacher taught her about laughter. And so that part always gets really emotional when I read it. And for the first time, like this is the third time through guys, cause I've read it with my oldest, I've read it with my second, this is my third time. And finally I reached a child that gets the emotion and cried with me <laughs> when she laughed for the first time. I was like, yes, yes, you're human Zeke. You have a heart. <laughs> or at least you're comprehending what we're reading here. So, and we cried together and it was so cool. And I was so thankful for that, that we're getting to experience these different gifts of the ability to love, the ability to have joy and peace, and even the ability to suffer long, because not everybody can fully grasp that depending on the different disabilities, right? Like Helen didn't even know she was missing out on an aspect of life. So just grateful. It's, um, a powerful reflection. I think about recently the the stories I've come across and what I'm watching, a lot of it is resonating with the idea of um, your like your purpose, your passion pushing through those challenges that you face. I would say the next like near and dear tribe with the amount of time I spend, um, at work and thinking, I've just been in a, a phase of evaluating. I would say it's like that colleague tribe and it really is like the support of people I've either worked with for a long time or people that I turn to for mentorship, um, new people that I've worked with that have offered mentorship that give that guidance and um, like a safe space to kind of say what you're struggling with. And sometimes it's just the listening. Um, but then it's also offering a perspective, helping you stand back and say, this will pass. And this is what we've accomplished together. And this is, you know, what we're hoping for. Um, and that goes really closely with just I've been feeling an appreciation for like how the like the ability to listen um and sometimes that's like what I choose to listen to what I'm reading but it's um I'm just along those lines of like the gifts we get and I think God and the way God unfolds things the universe just kind of sends right it's like when the student is ready the teacher will appear sends these timely consistent messages of like what's the right thing um i keep hearing things about creation and 
being bold enough to have a voice and try things and not stay in a safe space. Um, but then I also hear my own, like I listen to my frustration with things that get difficult and I'm wondering, am I like staying in a safe space rather than maybe using some of my talents? And I, I, I'm just really appreciative to be around people who can either name things or sounding boards or, or like when they observe things, help you kind of get through the, the, the confusion, the hubbub, whatever, like fills your mind um, to hear that, like, have a voice, take the step, keep being brave, because even when it's hard, like, that's the thing you're going to be okay with right like that will that will stay with you and that you'll feel okay no matter what the what the results are you're gonna be happy that you like stay true to your voice and what you were striving for from that very real values kind of based place yeah I love that you put your work folks and that tribe um, on the list of gratitude because I actually had the same thing and I actually bucket them as like my passions right mm -hmm. so same thing very grateful to have a space to be creative right and to have a creative outlet and problem solve and because i'm a consultant i get a space where we have to be active listeners all the time <laughs> and and sometimes that could be draining but when you're on a team with other folks that recognize that's our role that's what we're hired to do it's nice to have a space to go back and be like, man, for five seconds there, I checked out. <laughs> like, I, mm -hmm. I don't think I was listening. Were you listening? Please tell me you were listening and fill in my notes, <laughs> like fill in the gaps. Um, but it, they don't only help you with like the creative space at work. They also help you problem solve things at home and in yeah. your parenting life. <laughs> that you didn't see possible because you're like, oh man, you're actually exactly my Zeke. <laughs> like, <laughs> tell me, you know, adult Zeke, how would you respond if I said this to you? Or what do you think about this? Or even I have a manager and I'm just so grateful for him because he'll always ask about the family. Mm -hmm. And I love it because he's, he's married, but he doesn't have any kids of his own. And so it's just nice that even though he knows nothing about Disney movies, he still entertains my conversations about the kids and enjoys them um, so much so that he asks for them at times. And that just makes me feel seen, right? Mm -hmm. And that, and they're, they're not asking me to just be the consultant Athena at work, but they're asking me to show up as whole Athena, like everything that's going on in my life and that they recognize there's other things happening. I'm also grateful that um, workspaces are recognizing that there isn't a uh, compartmentalization as much anymore because COVID happened and it forced us all to be accommodating to our whole selves. And that more companies are moving in that direction of like not only holistic health, but whole persons showing up at work and recognizing this intersectionality, right? That there's many different things about an individual. They're not only a woman, but they could also be a mother and a sister and um, a veteran, right? Like there's these multiple layers 
to individuals and taking that into full account when speaking to someone. So feeling more and more seen in the workplace and super grateful for that because it definitely impacts how I show up as a parent because I no longer feel like I'm trying to hide my child, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? So that's exciting. And then from a, like a passions perspective, me and like, I'm just grateful for the torn tribe, right. Mm -hmm. And giving us a space guys to just, to just talk, <laughs> <laughs> talk, laugh, um, and sometimes get emotional. And I know we're not on camera all the time, so you don't get to see us tear up, but it is a great space. And I will say, Torn Tribe, if you were thinking about like, oh, maybe I should do a podcast, go do a podcast. Mm -hmm. Even if you never release an episode, go just record yourself and then go back and listen. Be brave enough to listen to your own recordings. Um, and it's just really amazing therapy. So, memes, thanks for this awesome idea. Oh, thank you for sharing the journey with me i echo the appreciation of the torn tribe mostly each episode leaves us feeling like there was some catharsis um i got a warm feeling this week when in connecting with someone after it was like how are you it was it was nothing related to work and it was just like how's your podcast going and <laughs> that they really saw me as that and they're not a, a traditional parent yet and but they're an educator and, and that they think of it and promote it and are like, let me share. It feels really good. So anytime I say it out loud and people are like, really, you have a podcast? Like I, and that someone I did coaching with like listened was very motivating, but I really, really appreciate having an audience, like seeing numbers tick up and very curious who it is in Australia that listens to us. Um, but everyone, everywhere that I'm like, you know, who's listening on Spotify, who's listening on Apple, like where, um, what time of day do they feel what I feel when I turn on a podcast that I listen to very regularly and agree, disagree, are left with thoughts, share thoughts and conversation. Um, that's really, really what I was interested in in doing with posing it besides our message and really being like this is not picture perfect guys let's talk about it <laughs> um, I the creation of something the synergy between us that passing on to others and seeing what what they have to say about it um is is really it's powerful and I'm just really grateful to have like taken the steps and then have that, have that exchange. Along those lines, I think about um, a lot of my developmental spaces in a very biased way have been women groups. And so um, an original one while I was in New Jersey was my women on the move group, which I've reconnected with recently and are gonna, I'm gonna see for a brunch over the holidays. And it's just a magical chemistry uh, that I believe happens uh, when women get together and can be really vulnerable about, like you're saying, the many different hats that we wear, the spaces that we feel like we can be ourselves. And so 
with that gratitude, I also think of a very new, um, I have a professional learning circle at work with women of color that that's new this year that I was a little afraid of what it was going to feel like in my workspace because I'm not particularly close to everyone in the space, but I didn't want to dismiss it because of that. I, I didn't want to underestimate what it could be that it, you know, that even approaching some of these topics and the difficulty and being vulnerable where someone might not know me complete, because it really wasn't how I was going to read them. My concern was always how they would read me. Um, that we could kind of use the common space to overcome if maybe we don't have an intimacy or run in the same circles. And that's exactly what has surfaced in the conversations. Um, and so I'm just glad I, you know, I said yes and leaned in and I feel that chemistry happening in that space as well. Um, kudos to our lead um, because there is like a peace and a humility and a, a very empathetic heart um, centering the conversation and, and leading it. And I'm really, really eager to see where it goes. I'm really grateful for the invitation and the partnership of the rest of the women of color in the group. Yeah, that, that's awesome. And I, yeah, I second that because that was on my list too, the women groups that I'm a part of, because you're right, there is some chemistry, some, I don't know, spiritual connection to women getting together and sharing in, in very authentic, vulnerable ways what's going on in their lives. I don't know. I always enter those situations feeling alone and crazy. And then I leave those situations like, nope, I'm not the only one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> and I'm also not the only one that looks this jacked up on a Wednesday. <laughs> like, <laughs> thank you. Because <laughs> I don't know, when you work from home and you don't commute anywhere, you're like, why do I look this bad? <laughs> <laughs> Cause you're like unconsciously ripping your hair out with every phone call. But so it's, um, it's very powerful. And I'm just grateful for these women that are, uh, that I've gotten the ability to connect with, not only for the opportunity to like serve them and meet them where they're at, but the many, many ways that they have impacted my life, like prayed with me, over situations for my kids, um, especially in this year of, you know, I had a, my oldest really had a hard time with his previous semester of college. And so being able to partner with people that I see face to face on a regular basis and just pause and pray for my son together with them meant a lot. And to hear them ask me how he's doing or to recognize his birthday and go above and beyond this year to recognize his birthday and make him feel seen, it just made me feel loved. And so that's always been powerful. And then also meeting other, like hanging out with these women and then being able to talk about things that we don't typically talk about in passing um, or being able to be vulnerable and talk about the things that we fear about our kids, right? Like my child is having these emotions. How do you speak to them about it without one assuming that you know exactly what they're expressing? 
because kids are awesome like that. They say one thing, but really mean another thing. Mm -hmm. um, or that you're not shaming them, right? So a lot of the women that I've um, surrounded myself with this past year, I'm just super grateful that they have the wisdom and the experience um, to be able to pour into me and let me know like the things to say. <laughs> sometimes like sometimes you need a script and that's okay to work drive because this parenting thing is hard um and other times they'll just tell you to just listen right listen to your kid and just let them guide you on exactly how to meet their need or what they're asking for um so that's been super powerful but also the other women groups that i've been a part of as well have been super i don't know what am I, an upholder? So it's just inspirational, right? So it's like, oh, snap, she's doing what? I'm like, I got to up my game. So it's like, if she did it, she totally made that look easy or like possible, the art of the possible. So more and more I hang out with these women and in these environments that I'm like, I'm beginning to lose uh the word impossible in my vocabulary or even in my thought life, right? It's like, oh no, it is possible. You just gotta find, and like all these people around you with this talent and with these gifting, and they're just waiting for someone to tap them on the shoulder and be like, hey, let's go. You know, kind of like you with the podcast. It's like, you had this idea, you tapped on my shoulder and I had to take two years to figure it out, but <laughs> you know eventually people come along. So it's just been encouraging to be around other creative women that are writing or being vulnerable and, you know, starting businesses or changing careers and going a new path. And I don't know if it's the wave after COVID or this post COVID mindset, but a lot of people are doing what they love and mm -hmm. looking to make their jobs. The, the mantra is no longer, you know, just get a, go to college, get a job and provide for your family. It's really make your job, your passion. Right. And that's not only for the athletes out there or the Hollywood star stars. Like they, like, I feel like in the past two years, the whole world is on this mission to make what they do from nine to five, their passion. Um, and to line those things up more connected than ever before. And that to me is very inspiring. And so I've just been very grateful to be inspired and to be ready to go, man. That's how I typically feel. Let's go. That's beautifully said. And it makes me think of my bucket of littles, um, because I hope we can keep being that model for them. I, I definitely agree with you that something in the time, the quiet time, the alone time, even if it was the frustrating time, the bread baking time <laughs> during the pandemic, um, my nephews, my godson, um, the kids, my students, um, youth in general, just this this next generation that has you know, they look up to us, but they also are generation of very high expectations and they're not afraid to tell you kind of uh, practice what you preach. <laughs> um, 
it, you know, just do it. Like they want to see in us the things we encourage in them. Um, so I really hope that the taking risks, the trying something different, the learning new technologies, the, the growing, trying, see the world things are the things that they're absorbing because they are brilliant. They are fun. Um, they, I am very grateful for the message they give me of helping me remember what it is to be young, but to kind to, to always be true, um, to that dream, that passion, the way I envision things, because I don't know, just in the way they approach new things kind of brazenly helps you have that bravery too. You're like, mm, I'll take my, my years, my years of wisdom. I'm holding, I'm quoting in the air <laughs> with their unabashed youth and feeling like nothing can ever get them. And let's, you know, you're like, let's do it. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I'm going to ride out with this, with their youth and their energy. And their <laughs> um, so I hope we are inspiring them because they're definitely inspiring me. Yeah, for sure. Because they're always doing something new. And without even like much thought to mm -hmm. it, you know, they're just going for it. That's like, I'm grateful for my kids' school community. Mm. Hope, Hope has meant so much to us over the past couple of years that the boys have been going there. And one of the things that they've always promoted and I'm super grateful for is being entrepreneurs. Mm. So Sam, my 10-year-old, had, I think it was an eighth grader maybe a freshman in high school, come to their class and show them this 3D printing company that he started. <laughs> and so Sam comes home with like these cool little trinket things and they're like fidgets. It's like the mm -hmm. fidget spinner, but they're made into like different animals. Um, I'm going to have to get the link or whatever to share because he sells them. Nice. And he told the class how... Um, how he went about the business model. And so they had like an eighth grader come in and then they had my dear friend and we'll definitely share the link to this as well. Um, Margaret come in and share how, and she's a mom. So how she started her, you know, curiosity farms, flower farm. Mm -hmm. And so how amazing is that, that they had like someone that was so close to their age <laughs> and someone that's like, could be their parent. Right. Because mm -hmm. it was a classmate's mother that came in and talked about her business that she started. Um, but just showing them the art of the possible, irrespective of age, as long as you have a passion and a vision and enough drive to see it through, you can make it happen. Mm -hmm. And so just thankful for hope and always inspiring the kids to be all they can be. Um, super grateful for and I'm just going to say her name, Mrs. Hall, the second grade teacher at Hope Academy. <laughs> she gets my Zeke and thoroughly loves him for who he is. And that is such a huge deal for us because, blessing. yeah, it's a huge blessing because he feels seen. And he's so funny because he said, mom, because I, I went to a parent teacher conference not too long ago and he's like, mom. I love Miss Hall, 
because I can trust her. Mm. And he's like, can she go with me to third grade and fourth <laughs> grade? <laughs> I was like, I know you need to miss Montgomery because she went with me from freshman year to sophomore year to junior year to senior year. I literally had the same English teacher all throughout high school. I don't know if you knew that meme, but <laughs> I purposely went where wherever Miss Montgomery went. That was the English class I was taking that year. And so he found his Miss Montgomery, um, Miss Hall, and she just, she gets it that he can't sit still. So he has his own little area to get his wiggles out. But she was like, he's still contributing to the conversation. And she was like, and I'm fascinated by his mind. And I'm like, oh, that's what I hope his future wife says too. Because <laughs> Ezekiel has an amazing mind. Um, that most people just can't keep up with, right? Because <laughs> they're like, man, you come with so much energy. <laughs> like, what did you just say? Um, but yeah, so just super grateful for that school community and inspiring our little people to be creative, be bold, be leaders, and also help others achieve their dreams too. So I would definitely echo that. I feel like this year has brought such a different side to Soph. Um, so I got to visit her classroom. And here I'll refer to her as my official name at home and thank Miss Fitzy <laughs> for the confidence that Soph is bringing home. She's been reviewing her calendar for, they have um, specials. And so there's a six day schedule. And so she looks at the calendar and she's like, oh, I have art or, oh, I have music or, oh, I have pee. And it wasn't something I initiate. Like I would not have even thought that she'd be interested in like knowing, mm -hmm. you know, like if as long as I had sneakers on her during pee, it's like, okay, I show up at school and today's art and tomorrow's music. And there's these other things that, but she has been very curious to look ahead, think of her week, see how her week ended, what she's starting with. And I really think it's something generating in her classroom space that she knows what to expect. She feels good about how, how they learn, celebrate their learning, rest their minds, prepare. Like there's not anxiety about any of her assessments. And she went from not, not really reading too many words to a jump in just like the first two months of school of reading more sight words and recognizing more words in the world. Um, so I'm really, really grateful. There was a Friday that Miss Fitzy, Fitzy gets all the thanks for us having like a line dancing Friday and so she came home so came home talking about what they did on their break and it was like the Cuban shuffle the Macarena all of these like line dances there you go. that we we spent that Friday reenacting here at home <laughs> and it, it was just it was really nice that what she brought home wasn't only this is the math and you know, mom, let me teach you the new name for blends is diagraphs because I had to look it up. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yes. Sounds like <laughs> you're talking about math and we're talking about reading. Um, yes, phonics. <laughs> but that it was what they do in their brain break time and that it was so full of joy and right up my girl's alley because play any music for her and you got her. Um, 
so really, really grateful for this new first grade experience. That is awesome. She came home during the bus stop. The party, the party, the Charlie Brown. Oh, there you go. How did Charlie Brown? I'm like, girl. Oh, do I? You see me closing the dance floors at all these parties. And so that dancing and that music makes me, of course, um, get to my gratitude for our mom. Um, I don't know. I think my mom thinks we get her less than I personally feel that I get her. Um, But I think just as much as she's my mirror... And that she, she is so funny. She like preemptively, I have like my, my fall blues in October and September. She preemptively like reached me. She's like, it's going to feel tough, (laughs) but you're going to be okay. And she's just not a softy like that. So I just found it so funny that I'm like, yeah, girl, I know October's around the corner. (laughs) Thanks for getting me all ready for it. Um, but when I see in Soph that love of music and that joy and her cheating when she's reading, um, <laughs> I definitely think of no, you didn't. our mom. <laughs> and um, and even in, it's funny because mom teases me because so obsessed with her dad and I was obsessed with, you know, Poppy as a little girl too and just very, all that, daddy's girl vibe um but you know my mom is the for me the model of that nurturing that caring um interestingly in that visit she used to send puppy to go to my visits at school but she knew all the things going on and she was so involved so it was interesting um sofa's very excited that i was going i used to get terrified um, when Bobby was going to school, I don't know exactly what was going on that I was so nervous about because I definitely wasn't turning up at school. <laughs> and, um, but I'm really grateful for the model mom is as a mom. And, and, you know, the other day she's like, did you get that medicine? You need to get her for that cough or for her vitamins. And I'm like, I know, I know. Um, but really grateful for the mom she is and what she sees. And I hope I help her see us. I hope as a child, I have helped her see sides of herself too. Yeah, definitely grateful for mom and, or Lila as the kids call her. (laughs) And just, I'm grateful for the areas that she chooses to lean in um, Mm -hmm. and how she sees each of my kids and knows how to love them the way they want to be loved. Mm-hmm. She definitely, you know, Sasha, of course, she's sending him stuff and helping fattening him up even more. I'm like, dude, we're trying to get him to run and you're sending him food. <laughs> like, come on. Um, and then like with Sam, so Sam's doing basketball now and she totally lit up his world by getting him some kicks for the court. And she was like, and now, but I love the way she did it because I have been complaining to her about his, uh, how many uh, points he's been getting per game. <laughs> so <laughs> the shoes came with shrinks attached. He mm-hmm. better be like now, now that you have the proper sneakers, 
leave the ground and let's, shoot. Let's use them. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I want some baskets. <laughs> so get me some baskets. Um, but she was even going to come over and like play with him in the backyard and do exactly what she used to do with me as a kid. Um, you know, play basketball in her moccasins. <laughs> <laughs> So I just have always appreciated and very grateful that the cheerleader she was for me as a kid has transferred over to her grandkids, always rooting for them. And I just thought it was hilarious because I get a text from her this week and it had no punctuation. So I didn't know if she was asking me or telling me. So she's like, Justin got all that snow. And I'm like, are you, I said, I would ask me, me, but I did hear Buffalo got hit with snow. So I think so. Yes. yes. I said, but unfortunately for him, his school got tunnels. So I think he's still. Oh, but they actually class. got some closed days. They closed oh. Friday and they canceled, they canceled class Friday and tomorrow. That's when you know it was that bad. It was really bad. Exactly. <laughs> with their tunnels, they still canceled class. I was like, whew, they better clean up so you can come home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yes, for sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> home for Thanksgiving. Don't mess with the man's turkey. Um, but yeah, extremely grateful for our mom and all the things that she thinks about. Because even still now, you know, been through many different seasons with the boys, but there, she's always one step ahead. I'm like, oh, yeah, you've done this three times already this age. <laughs> so please, please do tell me. But she does admit at times when she was like, yeah, that generation... They're just different. <laughs> yeah. Um, but grateful for that. Grateful for the cities in which we live in too, because you know, I, I'm I'm happy to not have snow <laughs> right now. Oh, actually, I'm I'm gonna say me and New York are on the outs currently. The traffic in New York City, they New York didn't make it on my gratitude list. <laughs> Along those lines, I will say that my extended commute, <laughs> because of where I live now, brings me to my gratitude for my papi, <laughs> um, who is indulgent to the grandchildren. He also came up and was just like, Justin's not going to make it for Thanksgiving. I'm like, hey, 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 let's not lose. Hope. So he's driving a buffalo to get him. That's, <laughs> that's kind of how that works. Um, and then just time with Soph and his, his pep talk earlier this fall for me to have patience while I'm reading with her. And strictly, oh, oh yeah. strictly, exactly, he, because <laughs> his heart is so heavy about how strict he was with us. And I'm like, with us, all with of us. a sudden, I think I got all of it, but okay. <laughs> you didn't get all of it, but he was strict with us. The yeah. reading for sure, the academics for sure, I got all of it. <laughs> he, you just don't remember, you weren't around for oh, some I, of my I younger years and we all got a little taste and then that he has the grandpa generation, this blindness that they all have and I'm like, your granddaughter is trying to sucker me and while you can indulge her all you want, she's not going to get over on me. So I listen patiently and then I give her the evil eye because I'm like, stop whining and crying in front of your grandfather. 
Um, but just in his own, I, I, I'm grateful for seeing in my dad the things about myself that till now I hadn't figured out and now I know where they came from. I don't I'm not I don't know how I feel about all of those qualities, but at least I can identify where they came from now. So when I put too much on my plate or I want to say yes to all the projects or I find myself up at some ridiculous hour logging hours for my students. I know where I get that treat from. <laughs> yes, the workaholic. <laughs> so, yes, very grateful for the man that, um, even though I live 12 hours away, still likes to surprise us <laughs> with visits, which that just happened. <laughs> I wake up on Saturday and I'm like, why do I have five missed calls at like 7.30 in the morning? I'm like, bye, everything okay? He's like, I'm an hour away. I'm like, oh, okay, you're visiting. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, happy Thanksgiving. I'm like, okay. Um, but grateful that he is willing to do all the things of a homeowner that doesn't want to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like building sheds, painting houses, like building stuff. Like he's the man. Like I am very grateful for him being a handy guy. Um, his ability to to fix anything and build anything is pretty impressive. Um, and I, I just keep counting down the years because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I, we really don't have that many more years till 70. And I think I keep telling myself that once he turns 70, I'll feel bad asking him to do stuff or get up on a ladder. But I might move it to 80, depending on what it looks like. Because <laughs> he's just very handy. And the best That's also that you're not going to keep him off the ladder. So... <laughs> Well, yeah, if he's not going to, you know, listen, what can I do? <laughs> but honestly, just very grateful that we have a dad that I can trust to fix something and not make it worse. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, that, that's very rare. <laughs> so super grateful for him. And so my extended, um, my in-laws, my tribe, I'm very grateful for them for this the, their support um they really enjoy this phase of being grandparents um with the older ones with the younger ones um you know there's always an open door more importantly there are always tupperwares coming my way so i don't have to be in the kitchen um but it's just really nice to have you know, the way I envision that involvement um, with family on both on both sides of the family. So I'm really grateful for that extended tribe. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to the in-laws. Um, they're, yeah, I, I, I honestly didn't have a vision of what in-laws would be like when I got married. Did you watch just, any TV when well, you were Well, yeah, I know. You got you had visions of what raised. you didn't want them to be like. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I just, 
let me tell you, I did not want a Marie Barone. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I just didn't have like a, a standard, but I am super grateful for the in-laws I got blessed with, even though I wasn't on the lookout for it. You know, it's like one of those things you don't plan. And then you're like, man, I'm so lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that could that could have went the other way. <laughs> I know. So uh, I'm grateful to have in-laws that are not only supportive with the kids, but even with me and Steve's passions. Like I'm super grateful that my mother-in-law and father-in-law are always encouraging me in my writing and supporting whatever whatever initiative I'm on. And the fact that they ask about work and entertain me enough to act like they understand what it is that I do for a living <laughs> um, and seem excited about it is really nice. Um, and then the fact that they, they're they still with it, like with the technology and the news and they're not, you know, they're not like living under a rock even though they're retired. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's really cool to be a part of their life and understand like what retired people do, like getting to see all their pictures of traveling or their breakfast dates and all these cool things that they do. I'm like, Linda, you went to the movies when? <laughs> like, you went to go see what? Um, so it's just fun that and the support, like it, the fact that they're always willing to hop in the car and come and hang out with the kids for us when we're in a jam, like. Super shout out to my mother-in-law for coming in like a whirlwind trip into Charlotte to watch my kids for me so that I could actually teach Bible study. And it allowed my mom to still be able to go to Bible study and enjoy it and not have to back out on that and, you know, force my mom to take care of them. So that was super helpful. And I just love that the partnering between the both families um, working together and sharing the grandkids and just making us feel welcomed all around and not like we have to choose one over the other. So grateful for that. Definitely. And then um, a little sh quick shout out added on to my colleague shout out is like my mental, my mental health tribe. <laughs> um, I love that I'm part of an organization that prioritizes you having that access and makes it available throughout our workday um and so that revisiting that with our reflection episode and like what are the things we need to get through the torn moments um definitely brought me back to to appreciating that I, I did want to make a little highlight about that but one of my special things that I'm always mentioning when people ask that dreaded do you think you'll have more children question which I really wish people would stop asking is <laughs> My siblings, shout out to my brother who just makes living life at whatever stage and whatever pace always look so exciting. He's a great uncle. He's just fun and, you know, always running around. Um, two of my colleagues kind of have crushes on him and I'm not even going to share that with him. <laughs> Until now. <laughs> let's see how closely he's listening and he reaches me and he's like who is it look it up <laughs> um, and then to my sister who is 
kind and a great Thea and thoughtful all the time. I don't know how she keeps all the balls in the air that she has in the air, but she she remembers all the important things and helps you feel like you're doing the right things and that you can count on her if you need anything. Um, an awesome co-host. I think we balance out what we want to do on here um, really well because there's always something. So like if one of us is feeling a little more stretch then the other kind of steps in we've even flipped like creative and um outreach and but so fluidly and it never feels like we can't just show up and say like where we are and what we need so that we do what we're excited about but we also can be honest about like what we need um for all the other buckets of our life so i really appreciate taking this journey together Oh, thank you. Well, I'm always grateful for you and Dave for shaping me. You know, I've, <laughs> I, I always say I'm super grateful to have an older sister to show me everything to do and not to do. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> and um, I just really appreciate seeing you as a mom. I love the bond that you have with Sophie. Um, the things that the conversation you guys have, the games that you guys play. I love that you're always her go-to for picking on. I, I get her vibe. Like, <laughs> 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 yes, yeah, she makes it easy. So she makes it easy. Um, and so, but I just really enjoy how you're showing her not only like the things that you're into, but even the things that you're not into, like the fact that she knows about sports and is fully aware of sports seasons. I'm very proud of you. You let her see it. <laughs> you oh, it. well, I was just mentioning to her dad today that she talks to me the way people speak to foreigners about <laughs> sports. In really She's, loud she voice. She noticed Sims. I can't even tell you what Sims' first name is, but I know he's a Nick in the paper and as i said what was it because i missed half of the comment she was like oh sims mommy he's on the and i said all you need to do is start yelling for it to seem like i'm on 42nd street and from another country (laughs) (laughs) she really really has ingrained it's like it's not in I don't understand it's like not that I just don't like sports it's like I'm incapable of understanding sports. Comprehension, bro. I'm, I'm like so please leave me alone why are you reading me that part of the paper she's so funny her dad just laughs because she really gets like this little tone of like oh mommy yeah. it's this guy for but super grateful for how you are with Sophie and just how you enjoy her presence. (laughs) Um, That, that to me is so refreshing because there are times where I feel like I'm just the no bandit at my house. I'm like, no, no, just, just stop. Just stop. Stop touching me. Please. Can can you be quiet? Can you just tone it down? Can we take it? And with Sophie, you're constantly like just laughing at her jokes or enjoying the moment with her or getting her to think about different things. So I'm super grateful for that model. Dave, always been grateful for him to show me that life is not that serious. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I'm like, man, I wish I would have embraced that a little bit more as we were younger, um, all the way into adulthood, trying to still get to his speed of life is not that serious. But mm. when I need like a good reality check, I love that I'm able to just call him and pick up from wherever we left off. And he's helped, he helps ground me. Um, so th th I've always been super thankful for that, that he's just an open door and willing and a great great guy for advice which is surprising i think because you're like where's dave today on a mountain skiing okay <laughs> that was also supposed to be at work. <laughs> our, our media consultant and video yeah. guru um he's done such a great job on our um our youtube you know video yeah, and recordings he's he's been great with that i i love that that niche kind of you know propels him to deal with us hassling him for deadlines <laughs> he has but, to really love it to choose to sign up oh, for yeah. us to be in his in his inbox bothering him. <laughs> like and dave it's dave but i also love um his passion with sade his dog Mm -hmm. because finally he has met a dog that matches him in passion and just is very gentle and understanding. It's like Sade is Dave in dog form. I agree. Um, he just did like an appreciation. I know. I post my heart. Just, oh. My only comment was you don't have one of your nephews or niece in any exactly. of a stranger. You have all your other, <laughs> like your friend, family, nephews and nieces and it's so hilarious <laughs> but there's literally i think one with a stranger because the <laughs> Sade's outside and a person is petting her i'm like really i'm not even gonna show this to sophie <laughs> I, I did definitely want to have been at it yeah i did make that mental note but i couldn't help it like i had to love that post because it just shows how friendly Sade is everybody if you don't like dog meet Sade and you'll become a dog lover well she just to, is yeah. so regal like yeah. no matter where what she's doing <laughs> you just see this energy in her and i'm just you you love her she's yeah. and at peace she can be present. You don't even feel her there. Yeah, it, it's so, amazing. So I love, I love that for, for both of them. Yeah, I'm super grateful for the David Sade duo. They're <laughs> amazing. And my my final gratitude has to be my piglet, Sophie Grace. <laughs> it, it never fails. It never feels when I feel like I'm not doing enough as an aunt, and I'm not showing up the way I want to. Then I get the text, and she's writing about me at school. I was like, oh, snap! I well, made it! Was a shout out to you, and I was so excited. And then a total fail for me, because I totally misread it. When I went to the hall and read it by myself, I thought she was misspelling one of her friends at schools. And I'm like, oh, well, half the posts up here have mom. And you decided to write about a friend at school. Great. <laughs> Then we get home and she's like, no, that's Thea. And I was like, oh, maste vale, maste vale. Because I'm like, that's probably the only other person that I won't get offended that I wasn't given a gratitude shout out. But I just love her. I love that 
the moments that we have together, regardless of distance and amount of time, she gets them as deeply as I do. Because I'm like, oh man, I still remember. And really, honestly, like my kids were the only ones I remember this, but I distinctly remember the smell and the feel of her the first embrace. And I'm like, Sophie, there's something there <laughs> that you're just imprinted within me. And I'm so grateful because I'm like, ah, she makes me want to act like I can dance, <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> or sing, and I can't. But she brings out this whole other side of me that no one else does. And I'm just grateful for her being. Um, she's just a lot of fun. I just love it. And I'm like, man, you're the first like semi-girly girl that I really, really connect with. <laughs> I see me in you and you and me. <laughs> like, this is crazy. Um, so super grateful for my piglet. I have two final shout outs. So I have mentioned my godson, but I want to mention my sister, cuz, who was formerly on our podcast, Mama T, um, Tam, who you know, cousin, but I could swear my mom could have given birth to her. They're so much alike. And just sharing the parenting journey. I don't know. So we've seen so many sides of each other and had fun. Um, And life can be challenging. And I'm just glad we have each other through all of it. And then... My cherry on top of all my gratitudes is definitely for O. He gets a special outside of the family bubble. Um, Because other than my family, who can get my, like, stank face, grouchy, hangry, he gets it all. He gets it raw with no filter. First thing in the morning, end of the day, quippy comment. Um... And his demeanor balances that. And he still likes me at the end of the day. I give him a lot of credit. (laughs) Um, Because he's a great partner, friend. He's always like, he does all the cordial, respectful, nice, even when I test him. And I, I can't say that. That's my first year he is in his grumpy mood. So I'm I'm really, really grateful for the patience he has and the grace with which he navigates us. Um how he is as a dad and doing this part this partnering and parenting. Um he's taught me a lot of things even when I don't want to admit it to him. And she's learning oh, she's learning. Yeah, and he <laughs> He he's just a low, you know, he's low key and a very kind guy. Like most of his, he'll go the extra way for very small things that mean very big things to people. And I think that's one of his most special qualities. And I'm really grateful for him. Double snaps. There you go. <laughs> So, Torn Tribe, I'm going to say this was what mended me. Um, Trying to be grateful for what I have and not constantly seeking and hoping that that gratitude will 
multiply for all those um, that we sent shout outs to during this season you know and that this can be a season of abundance and love and peace for all of them for sure and torn tribe we would love to hear what you're grateful for during this season as we're wrapping up you know 2022 what are some things that happened this year that you're super grateful for and as always you know send us your men's to tell us the things that are helping you keep it together and the same as you meme this is definitely my men taking the time to reflect and say thank you so thank you for all those that support us whether it's living in our home with us 24 <laughs> 7 or you know helping us keep it together and putting in that extra hand to take care of those kiddos make sure they end up at school when they're supposed to be at school <laughs> um and just everyone that makes it happen and torrid tribe especially you thanks for listening and stay connected me and color folks how to not miss a beat we are at torn mlb on instagram facebook and twitter and we'd love to get an email to torn mlb at gmail.com thanks for joining Choose grace. When you feel torn, choose Choose grace. grace.